All Things NFL, all the time. With Danny Dubach and Gabe Schrausbach. Powered by 88.1 The Bird and the Wildcat Sports Radio Network. This is the Bach and Straw Show. Hello once again, guys. I'm Danny DeBach, your host, alongside my man Gabe Strasba. It's another week, and it's a week unlike any other. It's Super Bowl weekend, and boy, do we have a great matchup this this year for, for you guys. And, and we're, Gabe, we're really going to start right off yes, the bat. I'm gonna... it's a great matchup, right, Gabe? No. It's the Patriots and the L.A. Rams. No, I'm going to disagree with you right off the bat. This is not a good matchup. This is a matchup that was made purely because of a poorly blown call. But, I mean, I guess it's exciting that it's the Super Bowl, but that's about it. I'm not terribly excited for this game, but I'll tell you what matchups we need. We're going to go right into it and go into depth because this show is completely devoted to the Super Bowl, obviously. And we're going to begin with the difference between the youth and the experience of both these teams. You have the Patriots, who were in the Super Bowl the last two years, and they're playing once again. And on the other side, you have an L.A. Rams team that's young. They're in their first Super Bowl in in years, really. And they, and they have quite a bit of youth. Let's go right into the details. It all begins with coaching. And with the New England Patriots, you look at head coach Bill Belichick, 66 years of age. He's been around the block. And then on the other side, you have, for the LA Rams, you have Sean McVay. He's only 33 years of age. I mean, it's impressive what he's been able to do at the age of 33, but it's nothing compared to what Bill Belichick is. Bill Belichick's one of the greatest head coaches to ever live. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, with with the success the Patriots have had in recent years, they've won five Super Bowls, and they, they're clearly one of the one of the, they're the, clearly the class of the NFL, obviously. They've been the class of the NFL for years. And they will remain that for quite a while. Now let's, let's go into detail about the Rams and, and, and Sean McVay and what he's done with this Rams team. Okay, well, I predicted the Rams to be a lot worse than they actually are. They're actually quite better. I thought they were going to be a 6-10 and 10 kind of team, but they turned out to be a 13-3 and 3 caliber team. I think they kind of got lucky in some of their games. I think they got lucky against Seattle. But to be honest, what McVay has been able to do, especially with the progression of Jared Goff, because I, I still think Goff's a bit overrated for NFL what? quarterbacks. Wait, what? He is overrated. He just took his team to the Super Bowl for crying out loud. No, he took his team to the Super Bowl because of a bad call. No, no. He was the one that led the Rams down the field on both of those occasions instead of the Greg Zerline kicks. That's why Jared Goff can come in the clutch. He didn't lead him down the field. Oh, the, yes, he did. Not on the pick, he didn't. They already, already had prime when he position. he got the opportunity, he made the most of it. That's what you're asking. No, he was, bailed, he was bailed out by the referees, and he was bailed out by the Saints just throwing the interception in overtime. You could say that about every quarterback in this league. Let's be honest, that's true. Well, yeah, Brady gets bailed out all the time. Brady gets bailed out all the time. Don't forget that. When, does, when has he ever gotten bailed out? He got bailed out in the Super Bowl by Tracy Porter in the NFC Championship. He had a seven if Tracy Porter didn't make that those interceptions, the Saints would not have been Super Bowl champions. Then why did they have a seven-point lead when he got the interception? Well, the, well They already had the did lead. You talk about the NFC Championship when the Vikings had the, had the Saints at, right, in, right, right on their throats, and then Tracy Porter yanked the, the sword out of... Far Let's hands. be real. Tracy Porter didn't make that play. Brett Favre made that play. Still, don't be still, wrong. He could have ran. He was off the field. Okay, we're, he was we're on the sideline playing better. But why are we talking okay, about? Okay, we this, need... this is not even pertaining to the subject. 
What is pertaining to the subject, though, is McVay's a good coach for his age, but I want to see what he's going to be able to do later in his career. To me, this seems kind of like a Pete Carroll situation in Seattle, and the team, I think, may turn on McVay at some point because they've got a lot of head cases on their team. So I don't like the Rams. It's nothing to do with what happened in the NFC Championship. Don't like Peters. Don't like Tlaib. They've proven to be you know, knuckleheads off the field and on the field. But for what he's been able to do keeping them in, at bay – it's impressive, but on Bill Belichick's side, come on. I mean, he's taking garbage to the Super Bowl every year, unless your name's Tom Brady or Gr- Rob Gronkowski. You've pretty much been taking garbage to the Super Bowl since, what, 2000, uh, I'd say 2014? Yeah, yeah, essentially. And he's made the most of what he's been given. Each and every year, you know for a fact the Patriots are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, absolutely. And now let's look at the quarterbacks and. And we got Jared Goff, who is clearly as shown as of late. He is a clutch performer. And then you have the best quarterback, undisputed in NFL history, in Tom Brady. So much dispute is there. So much what? dispute. What? How? Um, Three Super Bowl losses? He's won five Super Bowls? Are you kidding He's me? He's also got three losses. Where, where's, where's any of your quarterbacks that have won five Super Bowls? I'll I don't know you, why. There I don't. Isn't any. I don't know why you talk about my quarterbacks. My okay, quarterback. Okay, okay. I admit that he's not doing it right okay, now. That's all right, fine. All right. All right. So here's the case. We got Tom Brady. He's 41 years old. Then you have Jared Goff, a mere 24 years of age. Both these guys are are clearly on opposite ends of the spectrum. And oh, Br- is- no, Brady's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill him. It's not even going to be close. Are you, are you wait? We'll get we'll get into this, but no, I I'm talking about just from the youth and experience perspective. Tom Brady is going to smoke this guy in the Super Bowl. There, he doesn't have the big name receivers the Rams do. That's that's one of the issues that you have to remember. If you want to talk about big name receivers, it's pretty much Brandon Cooks because I'm not putting Robert Woods anywhere near the top in anything. Well, who do you? Well, who do the Patriots have? Julian Edelman. I mean, Julian Edelman's... He's not, a, he's not a performer. Rob Gronkowski, where has he been all this No, season? but if you were to compare guys like Hogan to Woods, the secondary kind of guys, I'd take Hogan over Woods any day of the week. What? I like the big-bodied receivers. They're my no, kind of guys. No. I'm a Colston fan, dude. Like, well, that's what I, I grew up with. You're a Saints homer. We spent essentially half well, whatever. I'm a me- talking about the Saints. I'll, I'll talk about Megatron, then. I'm a Megatron fan. I'm a big receiver guy. Okay, well, Megatron hasn't even sniffed a Super Bowl, and he's retired He plays right in now. Detroit. So he doesn't belong in this discussion. I mean, the Rams don't belong in this discussion, but we're here. Okay, the, the fact of the matter is it's a, it's a game between youth and experience. And to me, the, the advantage clearly goes with the Patriots, but the Rams... Have the tools it takes to beat the Patriots. Mm, they, Yeah, technically they do, because I think that the key to getting to New England is their pass rush. You have to be able to get to Brady. It's exactly what got the Giants to win the Super Bowl in the undefeated year. When you had guys like Strahan, Tuck, Alford, Yuminyora, um, it made the difference in that game because Brady was off balance and he wasn't able to connect with down the field. Now it's a completely different situation, though, because Brady's had to completely change his game. Because as you get older, obviously, you've seen it with guys like Peyton and Drew, Montana, Brady, all of them. Sooner or later, you just can't force the ball down the field uh, anymore. And he's going to have to dink and dunk a lot. So is he even going to give those pass rushers an opportunity? I got a bold prediction. 
I don't think Donald gets a sack in this game. Because what? Yes, because I don't think they're going to have enough time. I think that New England is specifically game planning, which is also part of why Belichick's experience is going to help. I think that they are going to game plan to where you got to get the ball out under two seconds or quick. I mean, real quick. And you're not going to give enough time for Donald to get there. And Brady just said, I think it was either today or yesterday on NFL.com, he just said that the offensive line is the lifeblood of the Patriots. So how are they – it it doesn't match up well for the Rams. Like, it would match up well if this was 2007. But this is 2018 now. Well, 18 season, 19 year. I, I just don't see it. I think Brady's going to have a field day. Uh, I don't know about that because you have the best defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald, and he's clearly going to win the award. Unfortunately, I have to agree with that. And and that that's something in and of itself that you agree with me. Hey, we actually agreed for one time, Gabe. <laughs> Ta-da. It's a miracle. We actually agree. Moving on from there, let's go into speaking of the Patriots in 2007. Let's just talk about what the Patriots have done and it all began in that from that first Super Bowl win that occurred in Super Bowl 36 in 2001 coincidentally against you just want do you just want to ignore the tuck rule? <laughs> What? We're just going to ignore the tuck rule. Well, the fact of the matter is, the ruling was made that Brady threw the ball. It was an incomplete Even though pass. 99% of the world doesn't think that, that 1% was the one referee. Well, no, no. It was, be- well, you, the, the Patriots took the chances that they were given, and they, made, and they took advantage of <laughs> they it. They took advantage of it in overtime, yeah. Well, they won the game, didn't they? They were the better team. I then, don't know okay, about that. we're talking about what time... Okay, we're talking about the Super Bowl right now and, and, and what the Patriots have done in past Super Bowls. You have the New England Patriots against the against the greatest show on turf. It's similar to the story that we have for to, for the game coming up on Sunday. You have a young team in the New England Patriots playing against a high-octane offense or a team that's been there and won, won consistently. Yeah, but that Rams team back in the early 2000s was better than this one. Better offense. Put, I'll put it that way. Better offense. But, but if you remember, this was sort of a change of the guard with the with the Rams, who were the, with the greatest show. On I don't third. even think the Rams had a guard at that point. They had about two seasons that were really solid. They they were destroying the league though, Gabe. Oh yeah, well, yeah, from '99 to about 2001, and then I. But I don't think Brady even should have started that Super Bowl after what happened in the AFC Championship when Bledsoe stepped up and played. So you're telling me that ble- no, no, we're not going to get into this discussion. But well, no, that's a fa- just- that's a fair that's a fair thing that Brady, when he went down with his injury, Bledsoe went into Pittsburgh and threw three touchdowns. That's kind of a big deal. No, no. Well, hang on a second. Now, now you have to put this in perspective, okay, Gabe? Look at if if Bledsoe started that Super Bowl, would Brady be in the position he'd be at right now? I'd no, but no. I think the Patriots would be a better team because I think no, he was, he, no, give me a break. No, no, and here's my reasoning: I think Bledsoe was the better talent, but Brady played well with his system and they connected well. No. But it's not like they didn't play well with um, Bledsoe. I mean, Bledsoe got him to a Super Bowl without Belichick. No, he had Belichick on the coaching roster. No, he didn't. He had yes, Bill Parcells. Yes, he did. Parcells, then the defensive coordinator was Belichick. Well, yeah, you but can't that, forget that he's not the head coach. He has nothing to do with. Bledsoe at that point in time. Well, he runs the defense just like he That's did the against defense. the Rams. That's the defense. We're not talking about that. Okay, okay. Enough's enough. We're so, talking okay, about, you, but, they, 
that what game. What the Patriots have done is a dynasty unlike any other in sports. Can you agree with me on that standpoint for once? Mm, there is not a single I, dynasty in sports that can compare to the what the Patriots have done. The only reason I would have to agree with that is because the Celtics in the 60s, there was only 12 teams in the league. Exactly. And with the That's Patriots, literally with the only reason. teams in the league, they have been... They've been performing at such a high level in in the free agency and the cap era, and for them to keep that sustained success, that's amazing in and of itself. Don't you agree with me, Gabe? I think it's incredible that I, it's definitely better now. Um, I don't know. Brady's amazing. Belichick's amazing. It's got to work. They've got to both work together. That's so. I saw an interesting thing on the. I think it was like the NFL throwback Instagram or whatever, yeah. and it was B- Belichick talking about Brady, but it was really early in their career, and this was when I like I actually had a you know I actually liked Tom Brady, and I actually liked Bill Belichick right? a little bit more, because well no because they were a good story at that point, but I hate when people say that oh it's Brady oh it's Belichick no it's both you have to have both. There's a you really think Bart Starr would have his success without Lombardi? Or Montana and Walsh? Each combination of a great dynasty always has a great quarterback along with a great coach. So I have to agree with you. Belichick and Brady together and Belichick, are the perfect pairing. And Belichick made a good choice starting Brady for that Super Bowl. Brady didn't play great in it, but you know what he was? He was clutch at the end because he had an amazing drive at the end of the game. But we also can't forget that New England's defense was spectacular in that game. They shut him down except for one play to Ricky Prohl. And no one cares about Ricky Prohl. Sorry, Ricky, if you're listening, but let's <laughs> be real here. We got we got we got some Facebook comments and people are pinging the comments section. And we will we will tell you guys who will win the Super Bowl in just a little bit. And that will come at the near end of our show. But we will continue with our show. Talking about the LA Rams, they are a young team. Just a few years ago, they were one of the worst offenses in the league. And then in just one season, one season, they completely It's Jeff Fisher. It's Jeff Fisher. It's easy to tell that it was Jeff Fisher. So you're throwing the blame on Jeff Fisher? I mean, their their players were garbage, but no, yeah, it was mainly Jeff Fisher, yeah. You could see that just from the progression of Goff. And I don't even like Goff. I think he's overrated. But you can see the difference. He's a lot better now than he was then, and that's not close. I I think the one thing that was consistent, though, for L.A., or wherever they were, St. Louis or L.A., is their running game was fantastic. And their running game still is fantastic. With C.J. Anderson now and not Todd Gurley? I think Gurley's hurt. Something's wrong with him. He can't play. There's no reason that you're in a tight tightly contested NFC championship game and you have 13 yards and you're not in the game. And that's no knock on Anderson. I like Anderson. I think he's a, he could probably, you know, get on a treadmill every once in a while, but I mean, the guy's playing well. He's a bruising runner and he's a, he's an exact opposite to that of Todd Gurley. who's more of a slashy kind of a runner who's known for his speed. Now looking at Todd Gurley, He's had two weeks of rest after essentially not playing with the exception of one playoff game. Keep that in mind. I think Todd Gurley is about to be unleashed, and he's going to have a great game. I I, I don't know. Something to me seems wrong, and something seemed wrong at the end of the regular season. Now, maybe these two weeks are going to help him. Maybe whatever injury he was dealing with is done, 
but I I don't know. And I'm and I know this for a fact. Who's the best player on the Rams offense? On the Rams offense? It's yeah. Jared Goff. Stop your stop. Yes. Stop. Jared Goff is the best player on the Rams offense. Oh, Danny. Danny, Danny, Danny. Yes. Yes. Come on, Bach. You know better than that. You know it's you know it's girly. No. No, it's Jared Goff. How? He was drafted number one overall for a reason, and it was just for this exact reason. Wasn't That's Gurley, why the Rams are in this game. Wasn't Gurley drafted like number five? Where was where was Gurley in the playoffs? Well, he not had over a hundred yards against Dallas. That's Dallas, okay? That's just that's not one a, game. No, that's not. That's just one so, game. So the Saints NFC Championship was one game for Goff. He didn't do anything against Dallas. He's shown up all season. There's a reason so why they're thirteen and three. Yeah, because Gurley had over twenty touchdowns. Jared Goff, look at his comeback drives he had. We're not talking about comebacks My and all those. Goodness. Look at the touchdowns and yards that Gurley's posted. He was an MVP candidate for a long time until Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees shut that down. Okay, now here's here's the big question for you, Gabe. Is this a sign if the Rams were to win this game against the Patriots, could be could this be the start of the new dynasty? Sean McVay and Jared Goff along with Todd Gurley. No. And no? Why? No. Uh I uh, I think for my reasoning is that they play in Los Angeles. Los Angeles will never care about the Rams, no matter if they win this game or not. They didn't care about the Raiders, and they had opportunities to build something there, but they didn't, and they had the Rams in the Super Bowl in the late 70s. It didn't matter when they lost to Pittsburgh. It's they they No matter how much they succeed, it will never mean as much because they don't mean that to the city, A, and it's just it's not a good combination. I think the Rams are lucky to be in this situation. I think they had a lucky season. I, do, I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams. Yeah, you know, I'll go bold. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams even miss the playoffs next year. What? Especially with what? The, especially with the way Seattle's played. No, no. There's I think, no I way. think Seattle could steal the West from them easy. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is that's something bold. No, this Rams team, they are built for success. Yeah, but they have all... a great defense. They have Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, and the best player Wait, on I... the offense in Jared Goff. This Rams team is is a is a team to behold. And yeah, they are also going gotta... to be around for a while. You gotta realize though that they're in the NFC with also brand new powerhouses in Chicago and New Orleans and Philadelphia. It's not like the Rams are just gonna cruise their way through this. Mitchell Trubisky leading the Chicago. No, I'm not buying in. I'm sorry. I buy, Saints... in on, I buy in on the fact that he threw 300 yards in the playoff game in the cold against the defending world champions. 15 and put him points. In, he put, 15 points. He put him in position. 15 points. That's all I have to say. 15 points. Is that enough to win a playoff game? Well, it wasn't I mean, enough it, there. Okay. He's not the one who missed the field goal. So he, he had many chances to win the game. But no, he choked. He didn't Mitchell choke Trubisky at the end of that game. Choked. No, he didn't. Cody Parkey choked at the end of that game. That was a block, but in all reality. Okay, well, okay that is that was I will a give block. you that. That's fair. Well, either way, it wasn't Trubisky's fault that the kick was missed or blocked or whatever you want to call it. He could have done something to change the I mean, the don't get me wrong. LA's a decent team. They're a good team. Who can stop them in the NFC? About <laughs> the Bears and Saints. Mitchell Trubisky is ineffective on the road. The Saints 
they're going to be they're going to have such a letdown after what happened the last two postseasons. How do you figure the Stefan Diggs touchdown? And what did they with do? No what, time wait, to wait, go. Wait, 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 wait. Then you have the Rams, and we know it was a garbage call. What did they do after that, though? What did they do after the Minnesota miracle? They went thirteen and three in the number one seed and got robbed out of a Super Bowl berth. The Saints were not meant to win that game. Which uh, game? Win, win the championship. Last year, this year, everyone penned them in as the Super Bowl champions. Yes, and a hundred percent of America, uh, you know, ninety nine point nine nine until Bill Vinovich, all the referees, everyone agrees that that was a no call, and they'd be in the Super Bowl at this point in time. Why are we talking about the we'll, Saints? Well, the, this, the, this is the Saints are a team that's built to beat the Rams, just as the Bears are. There's a reason the Bears beat them. That was a, a primetime game and they in beat the them. cold. And they beat them. In the cold. So that, that shouldn't discredit the Rams. Why should it not discredit the Rams? Because you moving just, on. no, no, Let's, you, no, no, no. We're not moving on from that. You would discredit the Bears immediately if they lost in L.A. If they lost to L.A., yeah. So why, so why are you discrediting them? Well, the Bears, the Because Bears, you're biased. I'm not biased. You're completely Give biased. Me a break. You just said because they played out in the cold Give that it makes a the difference. Give me a break, Gabe. You're out of your mind. No, no, no. Well, let's let's first begin with how these two teams in the Super Bowl. So we're forgetting the Saints. We're forgetting the 2001 Patriots, the 2001 Rams. We're forgetting the Bears. We're forgetting all those teams. The focus are the Rams and the Patriots. And both these two teams had different different paths to make it to this game. Let's just talk about the Patriots and how slow they started out out of the gate with two straight losses against teams that they they should have beaten. They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions. Well, no fairness, this was this was before we knew that Jacksonville was going to be a hot dumpster fire for the season. But but still. But then no, they should have lost to Detroit just as they should have lost to Tennessee later. No, in no. It's history, Dan. No. History repeats itself. They always lose Bill Belichick always loses to his students. He no. lost it. Yes, he does. He lost in 09 to Denver and uh, Josh McDaniels. He lost to Patricia this year. He lost to Vrabel this year. He lost to Mangini and the Jets. It, it just, it, history repeats itself. I'm not saying that the Lions and Titans First are better all, teams, but they Eric play. Mangini was absolutely dethroned by Belichick, and it showed in the playoff game that the Patriots played against Mangini's Jets, and they stay, they stood no chance. When? Look at Charlie Weiss. When? When? He when? hasn't even sniffed Bill Belichick. Wait, what playoff game did they play? In 2006, in the AFC wildcard game, a, a, a postseason trip by the Patriots yeah, who, that ended in the AFC right, championship. Who won in the regular season? It was a split. I know, but man, but the first That's game. That's one game. No, I know it's one game, but what I'm saying, I'm not saying that the Jets are better. I'm not saying Mangini's better. What I am saying is we're used to seeing New England dump these games. No, no. We are. I just gave you Romeo the Romeo Cornell has never beaten Bill That's Belichick. That's one person. I just named you four different people that they've lost to who were on Charlie the coaching Weiss. Staff. Charlie Weiss went to college. Still, he he was too scared. He was scared to be. Oh in come the NFL. on, Danny. That's not, that's not a that is that's bias. That's not objective. Okay, okay, okay. He went but to college. The, that, that's that's the early portion of the season. The Patriots then went on a tear. They won five straight. I mean, games I guess it's a tear a if you want to say that you beat the Dolphins and Bills. 
but Whoopee. still, you beat the the Chicago Bears. Yeah, the yeah, Bears no, are that something. Was a, that was impressive. There's a reason New England's in the Super Bowl. They're able to beat good teams. Yeah, because they are good because they have the best quarterback in the league, without a doubt. And, <laughs> Mahomes and Breeze would disagree with that. Who has more rings right now? We're not talking yeah, about that. That's not, a legacy. Are we talking e- about right it's now? It's not even close. Are we talking about right now? Because are you going to say that Peyton Manning was the best quarterback in the league in 2015? Because no. he had more rings than some people? No, no he was no. terrible. No, but here's what I'm saying is the fact of the matter is, Gabe, that are the we Patriots t- have been able to win with Brady. And, and They're able to win players with a lot have of come and gone. But other other quarterbacks can't seem to win with different personnel. There's a lot of quarterbacks who have won with different personnel. Peyton Manning is the only quarterback to ever win with two different teams. I'll go feed right back into the point that you said. Did Manning really win that Super Bowl for the Broncos? No, he it still was the won. defense. He still showed up and he 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 whooped Brady in the championship pretty badly. You, anyone who has a set of eyes can tell you, tell you, Gabe, that it was the defense that won the Super Bowl for the Broncos. I mean, and I don't you disagree know it. with that. I don't disagree with that. But Manning helped him get there. He looked pretty good in the AFC Championship when he outdueled Brady. He did not outduel Brady. Had, we all know it was the defense that put pressure on the. How quarterback. many times did Brady turn the ball over? Brady, he turned the ball over a few times. How many times did Manning turn it over? Well, he played a conservative game where they did ran he, the did, ball did, with C.J. Anderson. Was he effective? Could and you they tell won. me? Could you rightfully tell me that that's that? Peyton Manning won the game for Denver in, in that the AFC in the championship? AFC Championship. Yes. No. Yes. Absolutely. No. No. He had, he had more touchdowns than Anderson did. No, oh my goodness. No, that's preposterous. It's not preposterous. Look at the numbers. It's a fact. That's only one game also. <laughs> See, that's the we thing, Danny, is whenever know. you lose an we argument. We all know it was the defense that won Whenever you lose it. an argument, you just say, oh, well, that's one game. That's just one game. Okay, but the fact of the matter is Bill Belichick and New England Patriots, they always put on a show The most impressive game year. New England had this entire season was against Chicago. Against, I, I, I could go with that, looking at, at what they've done this season. But I think the defining moment came in Week 16 against the Bills. Why? The Patriots had just come off of two losses. We had, There was the Miami Miracle, which is going to go down in history, obviously. And then the following I week, guess. they lose to the Steelers. And it seemed as if the, the sky was falling in New England. But then the Bills the Bills were came up to... They came up to Foxborough, and they, they lost. I agree with you that their defining moment of the regular season was Buffalo because Blake, because Brady played like literal garbage, and they still won. And so as a team, yes, that was their defining moment. Was it their most impressive win? No, but that was their moment. But From the Rams' perspective, though, their season's been all over the map. Oh, my goodness. They started out the season 8-0 on the year, and they were... They, they, got, were... they got schmacked in that game, though. They got schmacked against What, what game Saints. are you talking about? I'm talking about their first loss in New Orleans. Their first loss? They got schmacked. Oh, oh, then let's talk about the NFC Championship. Ta- and what happened Danny, there? Danny, Jared Danny, Goff out-dueled Drew Brees, and the Saints' running game was ineffective. We'll just and... let Danny go on his little rant right here. Well, the Rams... Beat the New Orleans Are we talking Saints, about the regular season? 26 to 23. Are we talking about the regular season? Regular season, they suffered their first loss against the Saints. Are we talking about this And then this they now? proved why they're legit with three solid victories. And this, I'd say this was the defining moment of their season. Why? First, they play Wait, a what Seahawks game? What team. What game? 
It's th- it's a set of three games, back-to-back games, that really define the Rams' season. That's a lot of defining moments. Well, first you have a Seahawks team, and it's a trap game. And if you recall, they had the shooting in Los Angeles a few days before. And for the Rams to play on the emotional... The, on that emotional high and play a, a divisional rival, which always seems to bring the best out of both teams, no matter what the contest is. They got is. lucky that Russell Wilson overthrew Tyler Lockett at the end of the game. But I'm what, what I'm saying is the Rams were playing inspired football, and they were playing some of their best ball at the time. That was when the Rams hit their peak, yes, and then they kind of tailed off from there. And then after they, – they, what? What? They, did. they tailed off? Look. All you got to do is Their look. next game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Scoring 54 points and Jared Goff that leading was not a the comeback next game. drive. It was not the next game. Yes, it was right here. Are we t- oh, we're talking about the one in L.A. Yeah, we're talking about the game in L.A. Oh, then yeah. Well, their defense played like crazy. Just absolute terrible in that. They game had two the defensive scores. You're just feeding right into my argument, Gabe. It was they, they gave it up was fifty-one exa- points. It was an example of two different sides of the ball. They gave up fifty-one. Well, the Chiefs' defense also scored. You can't forget that. They scored. Okay, I'll give them two touchdowns. Take fourteen off the board. Still a ton. Still fifty-four Still points on the board as a team. That's something special, Gabe. It's not that special. We've seen it. The before best from regular teams. season game in NFL history. No, stop. Yes, it's undisputed. It's, it, it's really not. Monday Night Football under the lights, and both teams scoring over fifty points. You cannot tell me that was the best regular season game. Of I can all time. quite certainly tell you that that was not the best regular season game of all time. Well, that's the question for the off season, and we will get to that in later editions of but no, the, the Buck and Straw all gotta, Show. All you gotta do is look. They tailed off at the end of the year. They lost to Chicago, fifteen to six. Oh yeah, that's real nice. How do you go from fifty four to six? We've already been over this before. It, either way, you go from fifty four to six. That's still terrible. And then you got absolutely mollywopped against the Eagles. Okay, then we go into the playoffs, and the discussion here is: Oh, they played can the great Rams win Dallas. in the playoffs? Because yeah, they played they, well they against choked. Dallas. They played well against Dallas, and they played really well against the Saints. Yeah, too. they did play really well against the Saints. There's no doubt about that. And that's why this Rams team is legit, Gabe. I'm not saying that they're not legit. I'm just saying that people are kind of hyping them up a bit too much. They're only hyping them up because they're in the Super Bowl, and the only reason they're in the Super Bowl is because of a bad call. I don't know about that. It it is. If you make that call, it's over. You kneel the ball and kick the field goal, go home, go to Atlanta. You're discrediting the Rams' special teams. I'm not discrediting. I didn't say that the Rams played a bad game. I'm saying that the Rams got the reason that they're in the game is because of the no call. But they played well in the game. Don't get me wrong. I was just frustrated as any Saints fan when they did the fake punt. Then that's that's one thing I really like about Sean McVay. I love to go for it, man. I want I, I, I'm a guy who wants to just go with my gut. I want to find ways to score. Maybe not necessarily a fake punt, but I'm all for going for it and all that kind of stuff. Well, let's go into the matchups because this is the big game. This is what we're. This is the reason why we're here. It's the Super Bowl. No, Who's going I, no, to come no, no. Out alive? I'm here for sweet victory and the halftime show. That's why I'm here. Okay, because well, that's the halftime is going to be fantastic. Featuring, featuring Maroon Five. Don't give them promos. They're not paying us for this. 
Okay, let's go right let's go right into the game and the matchups to look out for. And to me, it's the battle between the Patriots offense and the Rams defense, particularly the line. The offensive line of the Patriots against the Rams fearsome pass rush. Oh no, absolutely. It's just like I said at the beginning of the show. They have the only way they're going to win this game is if they get to Brady cuz the Rams will not be able to keep up with them in a shootout. And Brady's too good and Belichick's too good. Yeah, best best of all time. Their Hands running down. backs are too good. Pro- as, a, as a quarterback and uh, head coach duo? Oh, yeah, no, it's not close either. I mean, okay, I say that in be- in the sense that they have lasted the longest. So that's because why it's so good. It is, but, I mean, if we're talking about just how good a quarterback and coach was, I would take Montana and Walsh. No. But, but they didn't last long enough because no, Walsh because retired. they weren't good. What do you mean they weren't good? They weren't good. They won three Super Bowls. Outside of the Super Bowl. Wait, 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 Danny, Danny, Danny. Are you really telling me right now that that Walsh, Bill Walsh, who created the West Coast offense, Joe Montana, arguably the greatest quarterback in history, were not good together? No, no, I'm not saying. I will walk out of this booth right now. They were not legendarily up to the level of the Patriots' success. Why? Because you take away the Super Bowls that the 49ers won. Fortnite didn't do much at all. So let's all. take away the Super Bowls New England one. What have they, they made done? it to the AFC Championship consistently? They've made it to the AFC Championship. Wait, wait, when did they the make game to, Wait, the when did game, they when did they make it consistently in the early 2000s? What they do in 02? In 02, that's one year. Look at What the, they do in Okay, what the they do in 05? What they do in 05? Well, they They lost in the divisional round. What they do in 06? Actually, they they, cho- they they lost in the divisional round to Denver. At, okay, 2006 they made it to the AFC Championship. And they choked right? at the end. They made it to the AFC Championship. Okay. They still lost. I'm not, I'm not saying that then, the Niners were so much better. Yes. But and then look at 2011. They made it to the AFC Championship. They went to the Super Bowl. They went to the Super and Bowl. And lost. That's even we're better. We're not talking about their Super Bowls, though. You just you, you know, okay. you just what did, what you did, just discredited. You just said, let's take out the Super Bowls out of this. So we're taking the Super Bowls out of this. Brady's got no more rings. No. And Montana's got no more rings. N- look. Brady still made it to the Super Bowl. The 49ers didn't even dare even show up at the game. (laughs) I know when they showed up, they didn't lose. So? They were too good to lose. Maybe you should tell Brady and Belichick not to lose in the Super Bowl. They've won five. That's more than anybody in history. And they've also lost three. So? They've actually made it. To go, yeah, in the AFC, that's not that impressive. No, it's hard to make it to the Super Bowl, whatever conference you're in. I disagree with you 100%. It what? was quite easy to go in the AFC. Which? Why do you think New England's going every year? No, well, hang on. You have to face uh, the Steelers well, no, consistently. Just, let's just take this out of the equation. It's not even just them. Since 2001, there's only been five quarterbacks to go in the AFC. And that's been Rich Gannon, Joe Flacco, Roethlisberger, Peyton, and Brady. That's it. There's no competition. You look at the NFC, it's littered with different teams. Who? You got Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. No, wait. I can tell you. Just from 2001. Go for it. You had Kurt Warner in 01. You had uh, Brad Johnson in in 02. Who? Who's who's Brad Johnson? No, we're not talking about his legacies. We're talking about the difference and the, the competitions. Then you had... The Panthers and Del Home. Then you had McNabs, McNabs Eagles. Then you had Hasselbeck's Seahawks. Then you had I've Rex. I've never heard of half those quarterbacks. It doesn't matter if you've heard half of them or not. Maybe you should watch some highlights. What I'm telling you, though, is that it's not their legacies. 
What I am saying is that the NFC is far more competitive. There's a reason multiple teams no. have gone. AFC is more competitive, and it's it's top Nobody heavy. would agree with you. Nobody. Nobody would agree with me. You can sound off on Facebook for your opinions, and we will have them on the show for you. No, but you have Roethlisberger and Manning. That's Those were two of the best quarterbacks in their prime. Okay. And the and Patriots so, had to face them. Okay, and so you have Breeze and you have Rodgers in the NFC. You, let's throw Wilson Rogers? in there, too. Rodgers has made it to one Super Bowl, and so He's has going to Breeze. the Hall of Fame. Well, I, I'm not discrediting that, no, but We're not, ASC is a tougher conference to win It's not in. a tougher conference. You have to play against the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins twice a year. Okay, now let's go on the other side of the ball. The Rams offense against the Patriots defense. And to me, I believe that the Rams are going to shine in the Super Bowl. I don't. I think the Patriots are going to just shut them down defensively. I think Bill Belichick, because I think Belichick got embarrassed with that terrible performance he had against Philadelphia the year before. And I just think they match up better in the sense that Gilmore is going to shut down Cooks because Cooks isn't spectacular like people want to believe he is. And then once you take Cooks out of the equation, you really have no Robert weapons. Woods, Tyler Higby, Josh Reynolds. I can go down the list. I'm not going to compare those guys to guys like Hogan Gronkowski. That's on the other side of the ball. That does not matter. I'm just saying, though, they're not that great of weapons. And if you want to shut them down, it's not going to well, be that hard. they're Hawkins. in the big game. They got the McCordy's brothers who are going to just take Woods and Reynolds out of the game. Tyler Higby, and then you can't forget the running game. Tyler Higby is going to be the only chance that they have, and that guy is not a stud. He he's dependable. That's he's that's, dependable. That's it. That's what that's dependable, what Tyler Higby is. Dependable is not what gets you to the Super Bowl, though. You got to shine when you get to this. Robert game. Woods, he caught that big pass that nearly ended your team's hopes in regulation, and so wait, don't wait, forget- wait. What was the thing you just said? Nearly. Nearly ended. It doesn't matter then. It's nearly. The okay, Bills okay, nearly I'll, won the Super Bowl I'll and they missed. You that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, okay? I'm but not the saying fact that these of the guys... Ma- the fact of the matter is the Rams' offense got to this game because they were they were rock solid. I mean, they are a good offense, but I'm not sure is if... It, is it good enough to, to go to past To beat the... Belichick's defense? I don't know about that. Nick Foles? Do you think, think Nick so. Foles is, is better than Jared Goff? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That that's that, That's too much. That's too much. You're saying that Nick Foles, a backup quarterback, a backup quarterback, beat Tom is, Brady in the is, Super Bowl is better is better than Jared Goff. Yes, he who, beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Who played the entire season, the entire season, and made it to the Super Bowl on his own account. You're saying that a backup quarterback is better than Jared Goff? No, you're preposterous, Gabe. Yes. No. Yes. No, yes. that's ridiculous. He's performed better in the clutch. There's no doubt about that. Did you see that that game-winning drive against Kansas City? Did you see the game-winning drive against the Bears? It it was all because of the kick, let's be honest. Okay, so we could just say that about Brady in Super Bowl Forty Nine. Okay, now let's go back to the main topic. Now Danny wants to be quiet. Now let's go back back to the topic. See, this is why Straws wins. This is why I'm the lip-smacking champion. Debate I, champ. But five, anyway. five rings. Anyway. Five rings. See, All right. Now let's now let's go into the special teams. Both these two special teams, top notch in the league. Oh yeah, but I, I, <laughs> right off the bat, um, it's clear that the Patriots have the better gunners with Matthew Slater. But when it comes to punting, kicking, kicking? yeah, no kicking. The Ram, the Rams have that. They have the best. Well, one of the best special teams in the league. What? They're what? up there. What? Uh, well, who's 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 better than them? 
Uh, Seattle's got a pretty good unit. Well, at least they've got a good punter. Sebastian Janikowski? I said good punter. I said good punter. I corrected myself. You saved and, yourself. And uh, let's also throw Morstead and Lutz up there. Morstead was the number, no. Morstead was the number no. one. He was the number one ranked kicker for Pro Football Focus. That's that's one for source. For three straight years. That's one source. It's that's one that's source. That's a pretty good source. That's one source. It's a pretty good source. No, that's one source. And he had a higher source. net average than Hecker did. He did. It's a number. All you gotta do is look at the numbers. No. And then Will about- and then Will Lutz only missed two kicks the entire season. One of them was blocked. Okay, then look at okay, well. Let's let's go back to the main discussion because the Saints have too much publicity on the show, more than they deserve. This is why this they're is a not great in the show. Super Bowl. They're not in the Super Bowl. Well, no, but New England has the better coverage unit, that's for sure. I will say this. Well, let's not be disrespectful Matthew to Slater, Goskowski, though. Matthew Slater deserves a ton of credit for the Patriots' success. Oh, yeah. More than you would even realize. Why? I mean, if Steve Tasker was in the Hall of Fame, then I would right now say that Matthew Slater should be in the Hall of Fame, too. Oh, Matthew Slater's going to the Hall of Fame. He's not because yes, no special is. team player does. If more special teams players were in there, then yeah, I would say so. No, Matthew Slater is going to the Hall of Fame along with Steve Tasker. I'm calling <laughs> I, I mean, I, w- I wish you were right. I'd love to see it. But... Look at what Matthew Slater has done. He's called the coin flip for not only the We're Super Bowl against the Falcons. special teams. And also he called the coin flip in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and there's literally a 50-50 chance at that. But Matthew Slater is such an expert in calling which direction the coin will land. It's 50-50. It's flip a coin. Matthew Slater is a, a legendary coin flip. See, caller. I flip a coin coming into this show, the Bach and Straw Show, wondering if Danny's going to say something dumb like that. Then, yeah, I flipped the coin. Matthew Slater is the best coin flip caller in NFL history. I'll give you that, I guess. So so we have the best coin flip caller in NFL history. We got the best quarterback in NFL history. And we have the best coach in NFL history. We're talking about special teams. Stop talking about Brady. We're talking about special teams. It's without a shadow of a doubt, Matthew Slater is the best coin flip caller. It's it's, it's not not even a question. Tell me what they do in the special teams. Matthew Slater has has tremendous kick coverage, not only with coin flip calling ab- abilities. That's why the Patriots are going to win the coin toss. I'm calling it right now. I'll bet it's, you a dollar on it, that right it, now. Well, I don't bet money. I'm sorry, but it's He's going scared. to land. He's it's, it's going to land his heads, and the Patriots are going to win the toss. And okay, well, that's going into our pick section. Well, that's going yeah. into the picks. I don't want to pick that. So we're we're about to head into the point that everyone's the big, been waiting huge for thing, the big thing the big pick it's time for us to unleash our picks what's going to be the final score and who's going to be our MVPs of the game all right Gabe there's been so much talk about your Saints not being in the Super Bowl now it's finally time to make your pick Gabe who's winning and why and what's going to be a final score and who is your MVP <sighs> The Super Bowl 53 champions will be the New England Patriots. And my bold, bold, bold prediction bold, bold. Is, that, bold. is that the Rams are going to get shut out. What? But, but, what? But for the, no, you're crazy. But for the sake of the picks, my final score is going to be. He's scared. It's going to be 42 to 13 Rams. Or not Rams, pardon me, Patriots. 42 13 Patriots. Patri- yeah, the Patriots are going to be on 42 13. I think it's going to be an absolute molly whopping. I think Brady's going to be the MVP because I think he's going to throw about five touchdowns. What? I think he's going to have a Montana esque game. I think he's going to have a good game. Montana esque? He's going to have a Brady esque game. 
Well then, don't choke in three of the five or three of the eight. I mean, three of the eight, three of the eight. That's that's. But no, he'll be he'll be the MVP. I think that he's gonna throw five touchdowns. I think they're gonna have a big game. I think that the Rams are gonna be expecting them to run more, and I think Brady's gonna capitalize on it. I think the offense will overall capitalize on it. So yeah, forty-two thirteen Patriots. Tom Brady's MVP again. Okay, here's what here's what I say. You have the L.A. Rams. Who have Todd Gurley and he is he's about to be unleashed and he is going to have himself a game today. You're gonna call him the MVP. You have Aaron Donald, who who is the best defensive player in the league, hands down, without question, and he's going he's going to get to Brady quite often in this game. So what's your pick? Special teams will be important as well. Matthew Slater will will play a role. Greg Zerline, who kicked two big kicks against the Saints, will also play a factor. But to me, it comes down to which quarterback can come in the clutch clutch the better. And I see the Patriots up late 35 to 28 and 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 Jared Goff will lead his team down the field and or I should say it's 35, picked off by 30, Devin McCarty! 35-27, the Patriots are going to be up. Jared Goff is going to lead his Rams down the field with Todd Gurley having an MVP-type performance, helping him along the way. And the Rams will score a late touchdown to make it 35-33. But they so won't make the two-point... Two? Con- they're going to go for two because... They score the touchdown and make it 35-33. You have to go for two to tie the game. They're going to miss it. I mean, I would. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is the the MVP of the game. 35-33 is my final score pick. Okay. So we're definitely – we definitely agree that New England's going to win the game, but we definitely disagree on how it's going to take place because I think it's going to be a blot and you think it's going to be an all-time great game. It's going to be – a legendary game. I'm excited I mean, to see this. I, I don't know. I hope it's a legendary game just because I want to see a good game, but at the same time, can't stand the Rams. And I'd rather root for greatness than a team that doesn't deserve to be in it. So go Patriots. Exactly. So this this might be one of the last times that we watch something special. Well, so that's all the time that we have for today on the Buck and Straw Show. I'm Danny DeBock. That's Gabriel Strasbaugh saying so long from Enjoy the Super Washington, Bowl. where we're about to see a great game between the Patriots and Rams. And you can tune in next Monday morning after the Super Bowl at 8 a.m. for our post-Super Bowl, our post-Super Bowl recap yes. to discuss the game at 8 a.m. Monday morning. The Super Bowl post-game recap will be live on Facebook, and we'll we'll have our our podcast posted later on that evening on the ADA Won the Berg SoundCloud page. And check us out. Check us out on our social medias. Make Bach and Strzok biggies. Bach, I'm Straws. Check us out on Twitter. I'm Hudat Gabe. Check us out on Instagram. I'm Hornman. I'm on Instagram. I'm I'm da underscore Danathan, and on Twitter I am at the underscore debug. So once again, for Gabriel Strasbaugh and the rest of our crew at 88 Won the Berg, I'm Danny Bach saying so long from Ellensburg, Washington for another show of The Bach and Straws. Thanks for listening to The Bach and Straws Show. Tune in again every Thursday on 88 Won the Berg SoundCloud. This is your place for all things NFL all the time.